I've talked to the cops here. I'm literally 10 feet away from the drug dealers talking to you guys. Why don't you just go arrest him right now? And they're like, arrest him for what? And I'm like, dude, what the He's like, San Francisco is a sanctuary city. We arrest the Hondurans. We put him in jail around two days later. Right. So there you go. There is an interviewee of Michael Schellenberger on the streets of San Francisco talking to the uh, bums and junkies and denizens of the street about what's really happening on the street. And if that audio is a little hard to hear, the guy said, yeah, we've got these uh, Salvadoran drug dealers um, and, and the cops won't arrest them. It's a sanctuary city. So they got it. It's so strange. If I mean, they don't enforce drug laws anyway. But if they enforce a drug law and you're an American, you get prosecuted. If you're a Salvadoran, you've got to be turned loose because it's a sanctuary city. And you don't want to be accused of being, you know, anti-immigrant. Well, that's something. Like I was saying yesterday, why would you want to ask the people that have are living through this homelessness drug crisis? Or have come out of it. Why would you want to ask them? No, no, no. Let's just have politicians and people with master's degrees and some sort of grievance study to make the decisions. No, don't ask the actual people that have lived through it. Well, there's uh, the common people are stupid. They don't know what's good for themselves. We, the suburban college graduate uh, Democratic Party, will tell them how to live. And we'll tell you exactly what's wrong. Uh, without spending a single second on the streets, hilarious. Anyway, uh, Michael Schellenberger, let's uh, let's start his just fascinating reporting with uh, clip thirty, Michael, and we'll work our way through there. Where are you from? Uh, Louisiana, Texas. How long have you been in San Francisco? Since uh, June. If you're gonna be homeless. It's pretty easy here. I mean, if we're gonna be realistic, they pay you to be homeless here. When you said that San Francisco pays people to be homeless, what did you mean by that? You mean that literally? Yeah. I mean, I get 620 bucks a month, dude. From general assistance? Yeah. or what'd you get? How was that hard to get? phone call, bro. A wow. phone call. 200 food stamps and 620 bucks cash a month. Wow. Forget about it. Why wouldn't I do it? You know? free money, dude. Yeah. Wow. So James from Texas is getting $600 in cash and 220 did he say? Or 200 in food stamps uh, every month. From San Francisco, dude, they pay you to be homeless here. Well, remember we had the clip yesterday where the guy uh, was talking about how many people are from San Francisco on the streets. And he said, oh, I don't know, 7%, very low number, mm-hmm. which to me just explodes the entire premise of the way we deal with homelessness, particularly in California, but all across the country. It's a housing right. situation. It's the price of housing. Google came in, gentrified the city. Rent went up. No, these people came from somewhere else where I guarantee it was cheaper to live. Came to San Francisco or Portland or Seattle or Los Angeles because you give stuff out. It's easier to be a drug addict in some places than it is others. Right. Yeah, more comfortable, in fact, to the extent that you feel like you're getting paid. And I'm looking at you, Seattle. I'm looking at you, Portland. So uh, the gent who Jack mentioned, who we played yesterday, we'll play a little more from him. But he, yeah, he said the the percentage of native San Franciscans or longtime San Franciscans was in the uh, single digits. Consider this. If the number, and he's a very bright guy. He's a heroin addict, and it's sad because he's ruining his life, but... He came off as a very, very bright guy. If that very bright young man who lives on the streets and talks to these people was wrong by four times, the actual number is quadruple what he thinks it is. Right. It'd still be significantly less than half. Right. I mean, it, it would be 28%. So don't, don't, don't spend a second talking to me about what rents are in San Francisco. People are coming to San Francisco 
So they aren't they aren't living there. The rent got too high, and all of a sudden they live on the street. Okay, I never thought that was true, but now now it's very clear. And Boise and Austin and uh, the whole list. All right, clip thirty one, Michael. This right now is is literally by choice, literally by choice. Like, why would I want to pay rent? I'm not doing. I got a cell phone that I have Amazon Prime and Netflix on. We used to battle with the cops. Now it's like the cops are. It's like they're your neighbor, you know? The cops told us uh, this morning, like, oh, it'd be easier if you guys packed up in the morning. We wouldn't have to come out here. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, pack up your in the morning. I'm like, why? You know? He's like, oh, okay. And then went on. What did he sell about Netflix and Amazon Prime? <laughs> he's got a, a cell phone with that on there. And he's got spending money. And so... Wow, I have I have Netflix and Amazon Prime on my phone, and regularly think, "Geez, should I do that? It's a little pricey." Now he he has it. <laughs> yeah, well, he doesn't have to worry about rent or showing up for work. Thirty-two, Michael. Two kids came up and they're like, "Hey, you guys know where to get the oxycotton?" They're like, "I'm fifteen and I'm sixteen, you know. Like, I'm an old school junkie, you know." And I'm like, uh, "Look, dude, I'm gonna tell you right now, like, you're not gonna get oxycotton out here on the street." I was like, how much money are you trying to spend? And they're like, we got $40. And I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I am going to take your money. And I went and I got a fentanyl. And I brought it back and I set it down in front of them. And I said, this is a gram of fentanyl. This is enough to kill six people that have never used it. What I do to get high is this much. And I showed them how much I do. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's a little more of that. Go ahead with 33. I was like, I'm keeping your money. And now I'm going to teach you how to save each other's lives because you're not going to stop. I can't steer you away from doing it. But the best thing I could do for you now is give you real drugs and show you how to do it properly and show you how to save your friend's life. And I showed him how to pull up Narcan and how to inject each other with the Narcan needle in case they die. (laughs) I needed the money, let's, let's be honest. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's roll on. I find this fascinating. Next one, Michael. We already 34. played this. All right. Oh, we already played that? Oh, you're right. 35, then. With fentanyl. Well, you can get red, blue, green, yellow, orange. And they're like, oh, this is a new color. It's a fire puppy. It's fire. It's an orange. And you're like, what's the difference between orange and yellow? Because it's orange. Okay. All right. And they buy it. Next week, oh, homie, I got the purple. It's a new color. What's different than purple and orange? Because it's purple. I've literally had friends be like, well, the purple only gets you high if you mix a little bit of methane. It really thins it out. Well, once once people are fentanyl addicts, any uh, criticism of their judgment and behavior kind of goes out the window, doesn't it? I mean, Uh, at that point, you're living like an animal. You just need to get more fentanyl. Right. Maybe now's a good point to time to point out that a lot of the people who seem to be mentally ill on the streets, they have ruined their brains with meth and fentanyl and other drugs. They didn't start mentally ill. They are mentally oh. ill. It is a drug problem. Right. So I got to see some of this yesterday, unfortunately, because I had a flat tire in, uh, I was about to say, a grittier part of town, but it didn't used to be a grittier part of town. I mean, it's an urban area, but now there's just freaking homeless slash drug addicts everywhere and so i was at this gas station for a long time trying to get a tow and deal with all this stuff and and uh 
all kinds of people shouting, yelling, waving their arms around, coming up to my window. Who's the guy in the suit in the fancy car? You know, that sort of thing. And just that that wasn't the case. Not no. very many years ago. Thank God I wasn't with my kids. Just regular downtown life. In California, you're going to be surrounded by drug addicts whose brains don't work anymore. Right. And who are predators and petty criminals. You hope they're not violent criminals. You pray they're not. And then, of course, God help you if you need to use a bathroom, because all the bathrooms are closed in all urban areas now because of all the drug addicts. They can't have. So all of the and everything's locked up like we we're talking about. So you can't buy toothpaste. You can't go to the bathroom. You can't you can't get outside your car in any urban area. That's compassion, Jack. Compassion. We can't incar we can't incarcerate our way out of the desperation we see. Finally, uh, this is uh, Michael Schellenberger talking to Ben, thirty-seven. Michael, people are are people on the street because they want to be on the street. Definitely, addiction is the main driving force, and then after that, you're in a position to where. You're you're stuck. Like you can't really go back. It's hard to go from oh okay, I'm done being homeless now. I'm gonna just turn my life around and and all of that. Especially with addiction to whatever. It's doable and it's possible. And I I hope to do it someday. But you know, like any parent, you hear that stuff and you're probably one of your first thoughts is how do I make sure my kids don't ever get in that situation? And my kids, luckily, and I think this is gonna end up being a good thing, see so many of these uh, drug addict people on the street. They're getting a really bad view of what uh, that hardcore drug use is like because you see it everywhere and it doesn't look very appealing. No, indeed. And you listen to a young man like Ben, and we have some more tape of him. Maybe we'll play it later, but um, it's just, it, it hurts my heart because he's obviously a, a bright kid, a, a, a decent human being, and the rest of it. But uh, Schellenberger's uh, conclusion is worth sharing as we wrap this up. Almost everything people believe about quote-unquote homelessness is wrong. Yep. The word homeless is a propaganda word yep. designed to mislead you into thinking the people on the street are there because they are poor. Correct. Rather than because they are suffering from untreated mental illness and addiction, and often addiction-fueled mental illness. How long have we been saying that? Right, which is why I, I personally, I don't use the term homeless, generally speaking. I use bums and junkies. I'm not trying to be an exciting, cold-hearted, right-wing red meat chucker. It's because that is the problem. That's the problem that needs to be addressed first. And it's going to be extremely difficult because we have allowed to take root a culture of hardcore drug abuse. Yeah. So I was at one grittier area, where is it a Chevron on one side and a McDonald's on the other side, that I've been stopping at that McDonald's for like 20 years. And it used to be just like any normal McDonald's. You just, you'd go by there and get some burgers and it would, there was nothing scary about it. But now there are drug addicts everywhere on that corner. So I drove, my tire was completely flat, but I drove on my rim. Uh, to another exit where I thought it'll be at least a little less dangerous and scary there than here. Wow. And it didn't used to be that way at all. Yeah. I'm not I'm not in a bad neighborhood where you you know where it's been that way for decades for all kinds of different reasons. No, no, no. This is just something we've allowed to happen. Get taken over by drug addicts. It's crazy. What a crazy way to live. I was sitting there looking around thinking, how is this mo- the modern world? How is this a modern world? There are people everywhere. That woman over there screaming, that guy whizzing in the street. What? 
And, and if you wanted, I could bring you reports from a half dozen West Coast cities and or states explaining how they're going to spend billions of dollars more doing the same things. On the unhomed housing crisis. The housing crisis. The our ongoing housing ex- crisis. Our neighbors experiencing homelessness. It's crazy, man.